This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let me tell you about Rectech. If you've been thinking about buying a new grill, this is, this is the Rolls Royce. This is the best of the best. Uh, and you will not believe the price. When you A-B compare to what everybody else is charging for a grill, this one grills, this one smokes, this even bakes. It has smart technology. Right now, they're having a very rare sale. Take advantage of it from your cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say Rectech. You'll not only get 10% off site-wide, but you'll receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Rectech, giving you all the details that you need. It's Pound 250, say Rectech. You'll save 10% site-wide right now. Again, pound 250 and say Rectech. Kevin and Devin, next. I remember when I was young and uh, Joe Biden was only about 87 years old and uh, they had this uh, this uh, investigation into what uh, was going on with the impeachment of Donald Trump and what was going on with Joe Biden's uh, 67-year-old son just stealing money and doing all kinds of... Well, they promised us a Durham report and I'm happy to say that long after I'm gone, it will come out and my great-great-grandchildren will know that this is what really happened in America. Yes, it kind of feels like that when you're talking about the Durham investigation, doesn't it? Devin Nunes feels, I think, a little bit the same way. A little bit angry about it, I think. When's it coming out? Devin Nunes joins us in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Rod lives here in Texas. He wrote in a while back about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, I'm 64. I used to build houses on the side after working all day as an engineering tech and inspector on utility projects. It's hard work. Well, as you can imagine, uh, Rod has back pain now, which has been excruciating at times. He says, my hip is the biggest problem. It's been causing me constant pain. I heard you advertise about Relief Factor, and I always resisted. Well, the pain has become so unmanageable that I broke down and decided to give it a try. I wouldn't believe the results if I hadn't seen it and felt them myself. Within four days, the pain had subsided for the most part. It's gotten even better since then. Can't thank you enough. For being out of pain, it is indescribable. I love what he says, for the most part. I am exactly the same way. 
sometimes uh, like today, my my legs are numb, except except for that weird shooting nerve pain. Um, but most times relief factor will take me to at least a place where I'm at work today, uh, where I don't think I would have been at work today without uh, relief factor, relief factor.com call 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relief factor.com. And kids, there was this man called Devin Nunez, and, 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 and he was doing the right thing. I don't know what happened to him all those years ago. Uh, congressman Devin Nunez is with us now, uh, the uh, congressman, the Republican congressman from California, to talk about the Durham investigation. Devin, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Glenn. Thank you. I, I, I'm still here. I'm still alive. <laughs> right? I'm, this is really me. Doesn't it? I mean, it seems like it's never going to come out is it well look this has been a we're in year five of this uh of this charade the russia hoax and you have to remember the left never lets anything die because they have the propaganda machine that's out there promoting this and every day there's a new version of it every day i mean just last week there was a new version that oh yeah uh, donald trump did something in, in in europe yeah so we're always combating that because the hoaxers, which there's a bunch of them, but the ones in the media who really promoted this are constantly dripping out fake news. So look, as it relates to Durham, what I've, what I've always said is that I really don't care about a report. What I want to see are indictments. Yes. So now, as we know, this is going to be a challenge for, for Durham. I believe he's doing a, uh, I, I do believe he's doing a thorough investigation. I have confidence in that because we do not hear leaks. He is a special counsel. But ultimately, the, the Department of Justice under Biden is going to have to make the call here. And I think Durham, has to, Durham understands that. I, I don't believe with Durham's long-storied career – not seeing any leaks, everything that you see about him, it shows me that he wants to get to the truth. There should be people that are easy to indict. We've made over the years 14 criminal referrals that are not just on, that doesn't mean 14 people, that means dozens of people right. uh, that have been referred by the Congress. So look, and I think at a minimum, Glenn, what we're gonna, going to get, if, if Durham can get the indictments, that's what we really want. It's what the country needs. Uh, but if not, he'll he'll probably have some type of report that if if doj refuses to prosecute would be my guess well here's the other thing that doj i just read today doj is thinking about sealing some of these documents and sealing some of these grand jury investigations and everything till 2056 excuse me yeah would that include the durham report I don't believe they could do that, um, (laughs) (laughs) but believe me, they will try. They will try. And that, look, this is why it's so so critical. Remember, you know, when I had the gavel, when I was chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, we had to go, we had to fight all these bureaucracies to make things public. You know, we were the ones that got out that, hey, they were actually using the Clinton paid for dirt. Uh, in order to get the, the FISA warrant to spy on the, on the Trump Correct. campaign. We had to use the, all the power of the House of Representatives and the Constitution in order to get that out. You know, and I got the hell beat out of me. That's why, you know, you're probably know. surprised. Many people are surprised I'm still alive. I know. Um, 
<laughs> I know. But this, is, but this is why we need to get the gavel back. We have to get the gavels back next year in order to hold these guys accountable. They can't bury stuff as long as, because, you know, we, the House of Representatives, we don't need the Senate to sign off. We can approve anything we want to declassify information. If, it, if indeed they try to hide the Durham report. Here's the, here's the problem. America is quickly losing faith, all faith. I mean, we've lost a lot of faith, but all faith in uh, justice that anyone is actually going to pay for a crime. I mean, you got people walking out of Target stores now with their hands full of stuff and they're not running out. They're just walking out because no one pays for their crimes anymore. Um, we have the uh, FBI lawyer that falsified evidence. He just got a slap on the wrist. Uh, nothing. That guy, that makes me say, if they can do that to him, what are they going to do to me? Because if they're doing that to the president, lying about it, changing documents, and then lying to the FISA court, and nothing really happens to him, we're all in deep trouble. And the same thing with the FISA court itself. Nothing's yeah. been done to rein that in, has well, it? Glenn, I don't want to. It's 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 early in the morning in you know, most parts of America, but uh, I don't want to get people depressed or their blood pressure up. <laughs> but, the, but the bad part is here that that look institutions across this country are decaying, even ones that, that we held at a very, in a very high regard, whether it's all the intelligence agencies, including the FBI, the Department of Justice, right? Justice is supposed to be blind. Uh, the U.S. military has been politicized now. I mean, you even had yesterday, you had Nancy Pelosi for the first time, Speaker of the House, basically tell the minority, nah, we're not going to take who, who you want to put on committees. That's never happened in the 230-plus year history of the United States of America in the House of Representatives. Wow. So, yes, every institution is, is, is decaying rapidly. It's scary. Um, look, I, I'm from California, so you know, I've watched this happen my whole life. It's, how, it's what drove me into politics. Uh, our country is, is under attack. There's no question. And these institutions are, are rotting from within. And, and look, it's just a problem when you've got when you've got the beltway uh, and 95% of the people vote for Biden. So you, you've got all throughout all the bureaucracy. I, I mean, know. if you are a Republican there, you're probably scared to admit it because, you know, you probably get beat up walking right. out of the building. Um, news broke last week that a federal prosecutor in Delaware, I think, uh, investigated, you know, delayed the investigation into Hunter Biden. So it wouldn't become a headline during the election. And I heard all kinds of praise. Oh, that was very brave. Very brave. <laughs> yeah. um, we, you know, we, we have the laptop now. One of our good friends is going through the laptop and reading everything. And he says when it all comes out, and he's, he's going to be bringing out his report probably at the end of the year. Um, when he says when it all comes out, he said it is devastating. The White House says that, you know, he's going to, you know, Hunter Biden is now an artist with $500,000 paintings, which is insanity. But they have rules. He won't know who's buying it. Yet he's going to be at the opening cocktail party where you invite all the big. What is he walking around blindfolded? This is insane, Devin. Insane. Yeah. No, it's it's total. It's total corruption. And and look, so what, what we have to do, and this is what I do, we have to get up every day. And you have to fight. You have to get in the trenches and you have to fight. You have to be patient 
and you have to strike. We've got to win elections. There's so much that has to be done at the state level, the local level. And, and look, and, and Glenn, you know this is just as well as anybody. The scariest thing that we face right now is it's not that it's people say, well, it's the press. The press is against us. Yeah, but you and I have known that for years. But that's actually not the problem because because even though they control 95 percent of the press, they basically suck. They're no good at it. And and the five percent that we have, the investigative reporters that we have that, for example, I just saw yesterday that now we learn from real investigative reporting from the from the laptop, from the laptop from hell that that Hunter Biden, uh, his father, Joe Biden, guess what? had a non-government email that he was emailing and forwarding things on. Remember this? It's mm-hmm. very reminiscent mm-hmm. of, of Hillary Clinton. So Biden had the, same, had the same thing, and many other actors did. So that's on the laptop. So we have real investigative reporters. But, so I'm not worried about that because we, we can do the investigations, you know, especially if we get you know, Congress back and the Senate back and we get gavels. We can do the investigations. My biggest concern is the censorship by these tech well, I call them the tech oligarchs, uh, but but when when Facebook and Instagram and and Twitter and Google when they start when they start censoring so badly that I can't find the Glenn Beck program, right? If yep. I you know, I can't, and if I go Google, you know, go Google. Well, don't Google my name. But if you did, I mean, you mm. would think that that if I'm not dead, I should someone should have killed me. All yeah, time, I know. You know, Google my and, name. Yeah, or you're, or you're, so it's just, it, it's, that's the biggest concern that I have uh, moving forward is this outright censorship. And, and it's, it's in a new, it's new because it's new technology, but it's an old classic tactic oh, yeah. that every leftist or dictator uses, and that is to censor information. It's no different than what you see happening in Cuba right now is happening in our own country I know. when you have, when you have, these companies like Parler, for example, that gets nuked and completely taken off the Internet by Bezos and Apple and Google and everybody else. Even that's, though that's we true. now know they warned, they warned about it. They raised the flag about it. They, none of yeah. the others did. Days before January 6th, they reached out and said, hey, I think there's trouble here. And they were the ones punished. More people were organizing on Facebook than on uh, on Parler. Right. And it's it's obscene. Um, You you mentioned the um, Nancy Pelosi yesterday saying, you know, you were not accepting those people on the the committee. Devin, this is very concerning because I think this goes right into the covid, uh, you know, this this new thing about we've got these people who are pushing propaganda and they're very dangerous and they need to be shut down. Um, They are. This is a red scare. They are closing doors and and pushing people half the country into this position of. You're a danger to society and you need to be reprogrammed or you need to be shut down or, you know, all of this, all of this stuff. Right. I'm very concerned about uh, the January 6th commission because I there, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered um, <laughs> that that show they knew in advance. Why didn't you do anything? And I don't think this is a, a, a commission to find the truth. This is this is almost like an inquisition. Well, well, obviously it is. And, and look, my advice from the beginning of this was you don't 
lay down with, with people like Pelosi. These, are, these people have lost their mind. I mean, from the magnetometers to putting the, the wall up around the Capitol to, you know, to, yeah. to her shenanigans, that, you know, she ultimately was responsible for this. And if she was a real leader, she would have said that. Because you know, every time I've been in Congress a while, every time you know there's going to be a big protest of, of some kind, they always have walls up. They always have National Guard out. That didn't happen. So look, uh, I'm not saying she did it on purpose, but hey, you're a leader. You're the Speaker of the House. Hey, yeah, we screwed up. That's what should have happened. But, but to sit here and, and just want to use this as a sledgehammer to, to paint all conservatives in this country uh, as, as racist and, and uh, that, that there was some insurrection going on is, is total nonsense, and they, and they know it. And that's why they won't release the 14,000 hours of tape. So, look, I had advised uh, the leadership that I did not think it was a good idea to, to deal with these people. They were being t- these people, meaning the Democrats and Pelosi, they were being totally disingenuous. And then, but what happened yesterday, and, and I know you understand this, but this might be the, the, the most outrageous thing Pelosi's ever done. And she's done a lot of really bad, outrageous things. But to essentially trample over the Constitution, trample over 230 years of, of, of the United States Congress and to say, oh, I'm going to get to decide what the minority party in this country, the Republicans at this point, I'm going to decide who goes on what committee. That's never been done. And, and that's part of, of, of a democratic republic operating is the minority have rights. So isn't it ironic, the, the kooks, the left, like Pelosi, that run around, oh, all the minorities, we're protecting you. No, the reality is they know exactly what they're doing. They're, they're putting Republicans in the minority, and then they're taking away our rights. One, and it, it's so wrong. Well, I, I've only got about a minute, a minute and a half for an answer on this, and, and I've got to let you run. I know you're busy. Um, we're talking to Congressman Devin Nunes. The, the one thing that concerned me before the election was the cavalier way the Democrats were taking the election. They weren't out in a full-fledged push. They didn't mind that Biden was in his basement. There wasn't a lot of talk or momentum, and it felt like this is a setup. They know some, I kept saying on the air, what do they know that we don't know? Um, and right now in Congress, they, are, they have gone so far off the reservation, independents are gone, and many Democrats are starting to say, wait a minute, I, this is craziness. Well, Glenn, it's an easy answer. You know, you know why. So last year, they were just beating the crap out of Trump and Republicans. They had everything going their direction because they controlled all the media. They were censoring like hell, right? That's why at the end of the day, they had to take Parler down because it, you know, it was up yes. to nearly 20 million people on the platform. It was a, it was a real alternative. And you know, it, thank God we still have Rumble so that we have a place to post our, our videos yes. today because YouTube uh, is still censoring us. But here's the problem. That worked in the campaign. But here's what they can't control. They can do all the fake news stories they want. They can censor all they want. But they, they have a problem. When I'm driving through California, I pull in the gas station. Gas is $5 a gallon. Right? So everything is up. Everything in the grocery store, you can't find things. And then I th- you know, things to buy, you know, basic things are not available. And then you put on top of that people that are working out there working for a living, and they're watching their neighbors sit at home and play video games and smoke, and smoke dope or whatever the hell yeah. they're doing. They're saying, wait, 
I, you know, I'm getting yelled at here as a waitress. I'm trying to work hard. I'm trying right. to get people food, and my neighbor's making the same amount as, as I am. De- they can't censor that, and they can't hide that from the American people, and that's their problem. Devin Nunes, I would love to invite you. I know you're very busy, but I'd like to invite you to spend an hour with me on a podcast because I, I've got a million questions, and I think you're one of the honest guys who will actually provide real answers and insight for us. Thank you so much for being on today, Devin. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, thanks a lot. Great thanks for everything you do. Um, I'm a pretty busy guy, kind of guy who's on the go all the time. When I say I fully appreciate moments during the day where I get to sort of be alone in my own head, it's those moments I usually will listen to something. Sometimes, last night, silence. Oh, it was great. Just silence for a while. But usually I'll listen to a podcast or music or a great audio book. My favorite way to experience it is with Raycon wireless earbuds. And here's why. First of all, they sound amazing. Sound is crisp, powerful, smooth. The batteries run for hours and hours before you have to recharge them. And most importantly, they're so comfortable. They don't fall out of your head. They don't look like little teeny white golf club, you know, uh, 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 stupid cufflinks stuck in your ear. Uh, instead, they they just kind of disappear and they're really comfortable. They sound great. The icing on the cake is half the price of the competition. Eat your heart out, Apple AirPods. It's Raycons. Raycons. They're offering 15% off all their products right now. Just go to buyraycon.com slash Beck. 15% off buyraycon.com slash Beck. Do it now. 10 seconds. Station ID. I want to give you this story. I I talked to Devin about it, but I wanted to move on to other things. Um, I'm not sure he knew about it. It came out yesterday. The U.S. Department of Justice is considering imposing a 50-year secrecy rule on the release of material from federal grand juries. The proposal, first recommended while Donald Trump was president, came from senior justice lawyer uh, Jonathan, uh, name I can't pronounce, in a memo to New York State appellate judge Michael Garcia. Uh, We believe an amendment to Rule 6E would be appropriate to authorize the release of grand jury records of exceptional historic significance in certain circumstances after 50 years. We now think 30 years is way too short. Grand jury secrecy should be preserved except in the most extraordinary cases of historic value. So uh, do you think the do you think the report coming out on what happened during the Trump administration, you think that's of important historic significance that maybe should be protected for 50 years, not 30 years? Congress doesn't have anything to do with it. This is a Department of Justice rule. And the Department of Justice can make that call on their own. We are not only changing history, we are hiding the truth. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, org. You know, one of my favorite things is to hear from people when they say, hey, uh, I'm saving a lot of money. I, you know, I listened to you, and I did this or that, and I just love it. Sarah wrote in. She said, we just closed our home through American Financing. I heard about them on your show, Glenn, decided to give them a try, and they were fantastic. We were assigned a whole team to take care of us, and they were amazing. 
They had great communication all around. Even better, they got us a great interest rate to boot at 2.75%. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the money we're saving. Sarah, you are welcome. Thank you for listening, and thanks for trusting me enough to at least call them and do your own homework and see if they were right for you. American Financing, 800-906-2440. If you need a new mortgage, you want a refi, or... Uh, you want a debt consolidation loan. They can do all of it. It's AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net at 800-906-2440. Do it now. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You have to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, yesterday, I was on Rudy Giuliani's uh, podcast. Um, what is it? Rudy's Rudy Giuliani's Common Sense. Um, and uh, I don't know if it's out. It's either it was it was either out yesterday or uh, it's uh, coming out on Friday. Stu's checking on it, but it is available now. It's available now. It's it's really good. It was really interesting to be interviewed by him. Uh, and to see what he's questioning and what he's thinking, it was it was very interesting. And one of the first questions he asked me was, I haven't been in this situation. You have uh, my whole life is being destroyed and I, I don't know what to do. I'm questioning everything. Um, it, it was it's fascinating podcast. But he also asked me, he says, OK, so what is the future? What should the Republicans do? What should we be doing right now? And my answer was um, uh, education. We have to know what we're talking about. You cannot run half-cocked with something that came from a website that you're kind of sure that it, I mean, because it sounds good and it fits. You can't do that. You can only argue the things that you know absolutely are true now this is what the media and the left accused giuliani of doing yes yes did he comment yeah. on that no he didn't um i, I didn't mean, ask him for a comment on that i uh, no i just thought i didn't i yeah. said you were asking him for an official comment you were having yeah. a conversation i thought he might have no, brought up I something related he, to the topic he told me that um you know in, a, in another interview we were talking and 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 he told me he said glenn i only went with what i knew i can't yeah. There's I can't big, do that. Big I, separation between what Giuliani was saying and some of the other people yeah, associated with that effort. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that was, ba- that was bad. And he was saying that in a nice way. Mm. Don't lump me in with her. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing I said is we have to be happy warriors. And we obviously can't be violent. Look at the damage that has been done to the Republican uh, movement and... We just handed January 6th, just handed them everything they wanted. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why they I think that's why they didn't prepare for January 6th. As Nunez just told us, they're prepared for everything. When there's a big event on the mall, they didn't have extra security. They didn't do anything for January 6th. They wanted that to happen, in my opinion. Mm. So we can't do we can't obviously be violent in any way. Let them have that. Um, but I want to go a step further last night in my uh, Wednesday night special. I talked about the word praxis. Have you ever heard of the word praxis? No. Okay. You'll hear it. If you hang out with communists, okay. Marxists, um, 
praxis is actually an old concept from Aristotle. It came up, you know, 2,300 years ago. And it is the idea that action forms the basis of politics, not thought, not legislation, but action. Hmm. Okay. And it was revived in the 19th century by a snake oil salesman named Karl Marx. And praxis is actually the entire uh, basis for his philosophy. Critical race theory um, have used Marxism to justify their own practice. The ends justify the means. We have to take action now. Okay, how many times have you heard that? We have to take action now. When Joe Biden was talking about sending people door to door, what did that remind you? When he said, we're going to send people, we, are, we got people who are going to go door to door and ask about, you know, have you been vaccinated? What did that sound like to anybody? Maybe it was just me. I thought it sounded like community organizing. Uh, remember when we used to make fun of, of community organizers? Yeah, they're going door to door and they're going to get things done. And we mocked that a community organizer was in charge of our country under Barack Obama. Well, he's still really running the country. He's the guy. He's the, the, the power behind the Biden administration and the minds behind the Biden administration. And we have become community organizers. That is praxis. And it is important, as I said in last night's program, to understand this. Every time conservatives use the word praxis, an Antifa basement dweller loses a, their nose ring. I've heard that. I don't Aww. know if that's true, but <laughs> it's and it's a tricky subject because it isn't a bad thing to take action. It's just the idea that speech and action together form the fabric of politics. This is just pra- praxis, just action. Just take action. Chaos, really. One of the biggest uh, influences in uh, my research on praxis was uh, um, uh, Hannah Arendt. She was a Jewish German philosopher who lived through the Nazi regime. She's done some amazing work on the uh, Holocaust. And she's the one who coined the term the banality of evil um, when when describing Adolf Eichmann, that he was just, it was just like it was an everyday event, just kind of, oh yeah, routine. We're, you know, just routine. Okay. And she wrote a lot about Marx's connection to praxis or action. She believed action is boundless. She said the smallest act in the most limited circumstances bears the seed of the same boundlessness because one deed, sometimes one word, can change every constellation. We know this as Christians to be true. You you can say one word and that one word just turns a key and the spirit takes takes the rest. Practice praxis, taking action. Here's what I want you to do. It is time to extend. Now listen to me very carefully. It is time to extend our hand and take action and befriend and be kind to our liberal friends. Because our liberal friends, watch my language carefully here, our liberal friends are under attack and our liberal friends are beginning to realize, I think I might be in with the wrong group. 
but they have no place to go. All right. Because they've they believe that we are monsters. They believe that we're trying to destroy the country, but they're seeing that liberals are not liberals anymore. Some liberals are playing along and it may look like they're part of the mob, but they aren't. I think they're scared and you can see it everywhere. Look at Bill Maher. He is certainly not a conservative. He's a liberal. And what has he been saying lately? He is disgusted by the leftists. And we have to now understand the difference between a liberal and a leftist. We have to get it down. It's got to be something that you can spot clearly. It might seem obvious, but it's something we need to be very, very clear about. We cannot lump liberals in with leftists anymore. There's too much at stake. And when we do, we box those allies, the people who don't want communism, don't want authoritarianism, don't want America to become the new China. Those people are trapped because they're afraid to say anything because they know what happens because they've watched it firsthand when their group of quote unquote friends and allies become a mob and destroy people's lives. We have to think the difference between leftist and liberals. The leftist is Antifa, Black Lives Matter, uh, critical race theory. In any sort of Marxist ideology is leftist. It is not liberal. Leftists are anti-capitalism and socially radical. Leftists use actually liberal as an insult, as a nasty word. They're tired of all the liberals. But the average liberal, your neighbor friend, they don't understand that yet. Maybe some of them are starting to wake up. If you read through critical race theory, you'll quickly see that leftists are focused on liberals, not conservatives. Critical race theorists have already written off conservatives. That's beyond saying, but they realize they need to get liberals in order to achieve their activism to appease their gods. They need praxis from those liberals. It's the it's the same relationship you see with parasites and hosts. A parasite leftists need a host liberals to survive. That is all that Joe Biden is. He's a host that the parasites have infected. They needed him to make everybody, all the liberals go, well, he's better than Donald Trump. And you know what? Joe Biden, he's yeah, he's crazy. He says crazy things, but he's not going to destroy America. Little did they know he had been infected by leftists and they used that body to accomplish their goals so it can spread the disease. It's 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 the reason leftists have adopted the term democratic socialist, because they need that democratic to uh, to uh, soften the word socialist. They needed the host body. We have differences with liberals. But the differences we have with them are microscopic in compared to the differences we have with leftists. And I urge you to show liberals kindness, understanding and disagree with them, even though you're going to get shot down a lot of times. But I'm telling you, this is really important to open 
the door for a liberal to walk through because we have to live out our values. There are many liberals who are afraid. They don't know what to do. And they're looking at the insanity of the leftists and they're trapped. It's not a new idea, not for conservatives, certainly not for me. It's it's not something we haven't been doing for years in various ways. It's something that I've encouraged for years now, but we need to double our efforts and try harder to let liberals know you have an ally in us. And the way I the way I would like to express this, and I've said it for a long time now, but I believe this is the secret. Two things. Find the things that we can all unite on and serve others. Once we get out of our our own little world and our own problems, uh, things get better. So that's one of the reasons why I'm such a big supporter of OUR and the Nazarene Fund. Not only do I believe it is the moral right thing to do and that in history will record the names of those who participated uh, in trying to stop slavery, they will be remembered as an Oscar Schindler or a Frederick Douglass or Abraham Lincoln. They will be remembered that way. History will judge us. Um, but also because it's the one thing. Look, if you can't agree that slavery is wrong and slavery should be stopped and do something, even a little thing about slavery together, no matter what we disagree on, if we can't work together on that, I know who you are. Okay, I just know who you are. You won't stop slavery. Same thing with the Bill of Rights. Give me nine. Give me eight of the top ten for the Bill of Rights. Give them to me. If you disagree with those, well, then you're, you're probably a leftist, not a liberal. This is not a matter of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Liberals are not our enemy. In a technical sense of the word, anyone who believes in America believes in liberalism. It's, it's just a matter of making sure that people who could be our allies and are our allies, not on policies, but on many of the principles, there are fellow Americans and... The most important thing we can do for this audience is just keep doing what you've done. Keep being yourself, but double your efforts and try to be a peacemaker. It will make a difference. All right. Now, another thing you need to do, and I said to Rudy Giuliani, educate, 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 educate. That's why I'm spending so much time with Mercury One and our, our history vault. Uh, and our classes that we run here at our studio complex. There's something else that you can do, and that is the Tuttle Twins books. Um, when you look at the Tuttle Twins books and you read them to your kids or your grandkids, you will they will learn important lessons about freedom, about limited government, how it's better for society, personal responsibility, how free markets work. Honestly, there are a lot of parents, a lot of us need to know these things as well. So many parents will be like, I didn't even know all of that stuff. TuttleTwinsBeck.com is where you can get these books right now. They're for little kids and you can get them for young adults and adults as well. Uh, they're running a 35% off sale right now and you'll get free workbooks as well. Don't let the left cancel America by canceling our history and our principles. 
And they'll start by canceling books like this. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're just um, having a conversation off air about, you know, praxis. Um, that's why that's why CRT is in our schools. They are trying to make our kids into activists. That's why in our schools <laughs> you're seeing things like, you know, you have to write something and uh, and plan a march. What are you going to do to be an activist? Remember all that? Oh, yeah. That's praxis. This I, is a fundamental principle of Marxism. It's so funny because it's one of, the, one of these things that's driven me crazy for a long time. What, like this rock, the idea of rocking the vote. Yeah. You know, you're going. Now, how about learn then vote? You know what I mean? How about think about these topics for more than five seconds and then consider whether you should go to the polls or not. Rocking the vote with no idea what you're talking about is not something to be admired. Correct. And the same thing I think happens with activism throughout schools all the time. I mean, I remember back even when I was in school, Glenn, there was constantly walkouts and like silly, like, you know, even fundraisers for causes. I didn't even know what they were. And they were so encouraged by everyone. Look, I'm glad you're going out there being an activist. You know, maybe kids, maybe it's not a good time for them to be activists. Maybe they should wait and get some life experience and then decide whether they should be activists about a specific thing, not just making them activists up generally. And I feel like that's what they're trying to take advantage of. This it is. It is praxis. praxis. It is the cornerstone of Marxist theory. Action. Get people out into the streets. Action. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Rough Greens, my dog has changed. My dog is more active. He has developed this personality. He's nine. We've had him since he was three. He's got this new personality where he is constantly playing games with us. It is. I got to I got to videotape it uh, in, and post it because it is. It's so funny. He'll take the big ball in his mouth and he'll he'll walk right up to us and he'll be like, you want to play? You want to play? We go to grab the ball and then he runs away and he hides around the corner and then he peeks around the side of the corner again. It's a big German shepherd. He's like a puppy. It's all because of rough greens. He has changed. He's healthier. He's happier and he loves it. I want you to get a free bag of rough greens right now. It's just a little teeny trial bag. Um, it would last, I think, about two meals uh, for my dog. But if it's Pat's dog, it's a year's supply. And it's it's a free bag. You just put it on your dog's food just to see if they like it, if they'll eat it. If they do, then you call Rough Greens back and you, you order a full bag and watch them over a couple of months. They become healthier and happier. It's amazing. Roughgreens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. show to do quick people 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 joe biden last night was on stage how did we not know this oh he he faced some tough critics 
CNN had selected the audience to come in and ask him some tough questions. Like, how come more people aren't union me- aren't union members? Uh, how how great is your economic plan? You know, those kinds of things. And Joe Biden had all the best answers. My favorite was, Oh, he could have gone on for minutes like that. It was great. Joe Biden and the, the quote-unquote town hall in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. William lives in California. He writes in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says... Um, He says, I've suffered from back pain ranging from dull and aching to absolute debilitating. Don't I know it, brother? I've tried all sorts of treatments. Um, At the insistence of my sister and seeing your commercials, I decided to try Relief Factor. What is it about guys and medicine and doctors? We just like if it wasn't for women, we'd all be dead. We'd all be dead. Well, that's kind of. Goes without saying in so many ways. Anyway, um, but here it is. I didn't take it until my wife was like, you're taking it. <laughs> Here's William with my sister told me, you're taking it. He said it. Um, she said to him, wouldn't it be worth the cost to be pain free if it works? So I followed the directions. I took three packs a day. By the end of the first month, my back pain was completely gone. Ever since then, I have been pain free. I don't know how Relief Factor works, but it is a miracle. It's black magic. I'm telling you that right now. Yes, William, it works by attacking the inflammation in your body. (laughs) Right. It's voodoo stuff. It's Relief Factor, not a drug, but developed by doctors. And 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Just try it. See if you can get out of pain. ReliefFactor.com, 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. Yeah. So we have uh, what is his name? Vinny Vitalini. He is a uh, Republican pollster and uh, and watcher. Uh, Vinny, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mister Beck. Uh, I appreciate your time. However, I would correct you, uh, Democratic pollster. Uh, you said Republican pollster. Oh, did I? You did. And, All right. Uh, I'm not sure if if you're back on the sauce. Uh. Per se, but no. That seems a little hostile for a little error like that, but... Uh, you mean the re- exact reverse of my complete ideology? Yeah. That's, that's your minor error? <laughs> well, you know, Vinny, we all make mistakes. I, I, I mean, calm down a little bit. I just want to... We just wanted to get the other side, because I thought the, the, the uh, town hall yesterday, uh, hosted by Don Lemon, was just fascinating. Don Lemon is among the most fair... An educated Ben in America today. Really, you would. It was fantastic to see him huh. in all of his fairness. All right, <laughs> displayed and just just sprayed all over the stage. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's uh, let's take a couple of cuts here from uh, from Joe Biden and um, and see you know just get your response on this. Um, let's take uh, cut one. Here it is. I seem pretty confident that, that inflation is temporary, but if you're pumping all of this money into the economy, couldn't that add to... No, the, the, look, here's the deal. Moody's today, when our Wall Street firm, not some liberal think tank, said if we pass the other two things I'm trying to get done, we will, in fact, reduce inflation. Reduce inflation. Reduce inflation. Because we're going to be providing 
good opportunities and jobs for people who, in fact, are going to be reinvesting that money back in all the things we're talking about, driving down prices, not raising prices. Um, I don't think he understands how inflation works. When you when you have prices going up, uh, it is the matter of too few uh, goods being chased by too many dollars. Uh, well, that's not exactly surprising to hear the uh, figurehead of January 6th say something like that. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, you know, I, I guess, uh, I, I are you organizing people again? Are you going to take over the Capitol again? No, it's, uh, that's, I had nothing to do with that. I, in fact, warned against it. Here, and, uh, yeah, what, here's the thing. Yeah. When new money is printed by the government, mm. have, you ever, have you ever taken a big stack of paper? Maybe you put a, put a big piece of paper, you put it down on a counter. Yeah, or you yeah, got a big stack of them. Right. And you try to pull one piece out of yeah, that yeah, paper. Yeah, right. You're going to pull more than one piece, right? Right. That's what happens. That's what happens. So when you yeah. print new money in an economy, it's going to attach itself to the other money, and it's going to seem like less dollars, which is going to bring the inflation rate down. I don't think that has any, it, any basis of fact in it at all. Oh, uh, please, please don't. Please don't hit me with a Trump flag. Uh, uh, please, I beg I, of you. I I'm can not, see the attack okay. is beginning. All right. Apparently. Well, can I just ask you, Moody's, he says, this is a big Wall Street firm. Actually, it is a, it's, a, it's a credit rating service is what they really do is they, you know, they, they give the credit for the United States of America, et cetera, et cetera. And Biden's administration came out, I think it was last week, maybe the week before, and, and said they want to take over the credit rating system. Uh, so wouldn't Moody's, first of all, not as credible as 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 the president would say on inflation. Um, but wouldn't they wouldn't they be a little incentivized to say things that the president might want them to say at this point? That's an interesting point, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm not sure how the Jewish space laser is working right now. We'll I don't have to I, just check in. With I have. And see. I didn't say. Okay, let's go to. Uh, Let's go to cut two, please. All kidding aside, I think it really is a matter of people deciding now yeah. that they have opportunities to do other things, and there is a shortage of employees. Great point. People are looking to make more money and, and to bargain. Yep. And so I think your business and the tourist business is really going to be in a, in a bind for a little while. Well, let me ask you, because he's, John is looking to hire people. He's got 39 restaurants across the country. Yeah. Is there anything you can do to help him out? I mean, he's, he's got to get people in. Well, well, John, for first of all, I, you know, the thing we did to help John and the John's out was provide billions of dollars to make sure they could stay open. He didn't make that. Number point. one. So you all contributed to making sure John could stay in business. And we should. We should have done that, as we did for other industries. But secondly, John, my guess is that um, people being seven, eight dollars an hour plus tips, that that's I think, John, you're going to be finding 15 bucks an hour or more. OK, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, the administration um, really didn't help small businesses stay at 50 to 70 percent of all small businesses have closed and they're not coming back. Uh, I, I, I don't know what economy you're looking at. Um, where do you broadcast from? I assume Charlottesville. Is that is that your hometown? <laughs> no, it's Dallas, Texas. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so that here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me tell you. Mm. 
what the Biden administration did Mm -hmm. and what we did Mm -hmm. was to just work with local unions Mm -hmm. and make sure they went door to door throughout the pandemic to let them know whether they were going to, you know, remain open. We, we talked to individual business owners who worked closely with our union allies to come up with a plan that would allow them to remain open. And what we're seeing now is many what was businesses did close. Right. Many people, as you saw, many people, uh, unfortunately, Glenn died in this and we and we should point out we did not have anything to do with that I, but these companies uh, that didn't want to go along with with the plan we were working on they did have higher death rates that's that's a fact i mean that's a fact that okay. did happen probably because they weren't masking right. we had so many cases of covid-19 where people affected with this respiratory illness happened to hit the peak of these effects while at the top of a bridge. And sadly, these bodies stacked up under these bridges. Okay. That's why I, we need I, more I, I, higher walls, okay. side of bridges, All right. big part of the plan. Okay, okay. I don't even begin to understand uh, that. It sounded like it was a union threat. But this guy was saying that he's, he's open to hire. And what the president said was, you need to pay people uh, more money, but that doesn't work in business. I mean, there's a there's a formula. You know, you you, you gotta you have to have some profit left over to be able to keep your doors open. You can't just keep paying people uh, more and more money. It, I mean, it doesn't work that way. Um, I, I'm watching. I'm watching the uh, the broadcast, and I, I you you may only be playing the audio of these clips, but you should know that that businessman that received the money. Uh, was white, so I assume you're happy about it. You know, I, I don't have any idea. Congratulations. With that. Let uh, me. Could we? Could we go broadcast to, with that hood? By the could way, we, is that, could we go to? Uh, could we go to cut? Uh, cut three. I think here with Biden uh, stumbling. That's underway. Just like the other question is illogical, right. and I've heard you speak about it because you. Always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, you're always straight up about what you're doing. Yes. And the question is whether or not. We should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the, yeah. the, the right. experts say Expert. we know that this virus, virus. is, in fact, uh, um, uh, is uh, is, it, it's going to be. Right. Or, excuse me. We, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not wow. temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yep. That's underway, too. I expect I, that to occur. Yeah, quickly. Could, exactly. could we just stop for a second? I uh, we'll get to the Don Lemon part here. After, but I, I, what did he just say? I think it was, I think it was very clear. Uh, <laughs> was what, it? Yes. Yeah. He, he said that there's a, there's a, where, what we're doing, the thing is going on now. Right. Okay. Okay. You have to, and I don't, I don't mean to, what you, well, when you do what you do, when you do it, uh huh. It, it, it results in, the thought of, and that's where we are now, is what is where it goes, and that's what I think the American people need to understand. 
Okay, let's let's go to the comment about Don Lemon. Uh, he said uh, this uh, uh, about Don Lemon. Could we? Could, could... I know this is going to sound like a non-answer to you, but part of this is that you know, uh, you, you know, you know, because you're one of the most informed journalists in the country. Yes. You know the criticism I got. I said I want to unite the country. Uh-huh. So you can't unite the country. Well, if we can't unite the country. We can never get some of these problems solved. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. And that's, that's Joe being Joe right there. What? We need to come together, Glenn, on things of common sense uh, that Americans can all agree on. For example, yeah. health care. Right. Health care, as you know, very important topic for the American people. We are seeing an incredible amount of kneecaps smashed in by crowbars all across the country. What? I, as a, as a union boss, what, what would, what would oh, that be? Uh, oh, by? my God. You, I can't tell you how many people are suffering from crowbars to the face and to the knees. Right, okay. Could I, could, I, could I just play a couple of questions here for I you? I hope you're not suffering from uh, something like that, Glenn, and I hope it doesn't happen soon. Right. <laughs> and, and I hope it doesn't happen to any of your family members. I, I'm looking right now at their, this list of addresses, and uh, I mean, they're spread over the country. You wouldn't think... Okay. Could I just? Could, could I just? Day, but who knows? Could you know? I? Could I just uh, play? Uh, play uh, cut fourteen, please. So here in Hamilton County, the vaccination rate remains at about fifty percent. And you talked about the virus that's spreading. Masks are seen less and less. And as you know, children under age twelve still are not eligible to be vaccinated. Schools are working with all of this information as they think about reopening next month. As a school employee and as a parent to children under age 12, uh-huh. what I'm really concerned. Ah, she's what is your message to those parents, educators, yeah. and school districts? Uh-huh. Okay. I understand your concern. So I really do. My, my question is, I, I want to I play one more, and then I'm going to give you a second to think about it. Um, uh, could, we, could we go to cut 12, please, real quickly? As Mr. Lemon said, you have already touched on the subject of my question. Uh, the two most recent presidents, past presidents, have both campaigned using this region's Interstate 75 bridge, the Branch Spence Bridge that crosses the Ohio River, as backdrops with a promise of an infrastructure bill that would help with the replacement. Okay, S- stop. I, I just this is a this is somebody who is a a union electrician. Yeah. And uh, the uh, the last lady was a, a member of uh, the the teachers union. Um, yes, I'm just wondering how these people were selected, um, you know, as a as a just a an easy cross section of America. Don't answer that yet. I want to give you 60 seconds to think about that. Uh, American Financing NMLS 182334 Uh You know, it's uh, it's it's funny. There seem to be a lot of union members there and uh and uh, anyway uh, american financing here's another one uh, another story from the listeners who have made a call to american financing a call that changed their lives for the better this one uh, came in from aaron he writes thank you for telling us about american financing my wife and i are delighted with our uh, recent refinance don't know a lot of people who use the word delighted but that is it's delightful and i appreciate it aaron uh, our mortgage consultant was phenomenal very professional and personable my wife and i had a unique refi situation we knew it would take some patience and diligence marcus was the right person for the job um from the lady who scheduled our first appointment to the underwriting team everyone in marcus's group was delightful 
again with the delights uh, and courteous. The overall systems and processes were straightforward as well. We will continue to work with Marcus and the American financing team in the future for all of our home lending needs. Um, this is this is a great story because this is um, Aaron who had something that was very, very unique. They work for you and they they tailor make the loans for you. They don't they're they're not working for the banks. You know, the banks call up and say, hey, this is what I want you to do. I want you to push this loan. We need more people in this loan uh, right here. They don't do that. They don't take bonuses or kickbacks from the banks or anything else. They work for you. So whether it's complex, something that you think nobody's going to be able to solve or it's just uh, something that you're just getting a new mortgage. I want you to call American Financing for all your lending needs. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440 to go to AmericanFinancing.net. You will be delighted. 10 seconds, station ID. We, uh, now, uh, we'll just to let you know, we also have some lending programs. You do? Uh, yeah, here at the unions, our policies are a little different than American financing. Really? Uh, but if you need a loan, we, we're, we're, we're less than 30% right now per month. And if you wow. are interested in getting one, we can help. Well, we can help you, and you will pay it back. Right. You will. Okay. All right. Um, we're talking to Vinny Vitalini, uh, who is just a... Just a, one of the Democratic pollsters um, who happens to be also a, a, a union member or a union uh, union boss or what 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 what's your connection there to the union? My association with the unions is completely professional and has been has been declared so by several U.S. courts. Oh, okay, all right. So what I was asking was, I, as I'm watching this uh, this just delightful uh, town hall last night, it seemed like the questions. We're all um, we're all favorable to the president uh, and almost like it read like a script. And I noticed the people, a lot of them were union members. And, and unions aren't very popular right now. There's not a lot of. I'm sorry, what? You said what? I just said that unions are. You aren't, said unions are what? Not necessarily very popular popular right now interesting hold on one moment are you writing this down um so unions aren't but interest okay so look how how is this audience how is this audience selected how are they selected how are they selected yes we went through a list a list a list of regular americans regular americans from all walks of life from Walks of life, yes. Yes, all walks of life, just randomly selected from a list. From a list. Who? What? What were? The, what got you onto that list? Uh, well, several <laughs> things, of course. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. You you needed to be alive. Alive. Okay. Yes, that all was right. one thing okay. we looked for. All right. Um, okay. You needed to be. You needed uh, to be available. Available. We needed to have have your information. (laughs) Information. Because it's hard to contact people these days. All right. So we needed to go to a place that had the information. Where would you go to get the information? Union donor list. Union donor list. that's where we went because we had that information. All right. Yes. And I know you agree Hmm? that it was a very interesting gathering. 
and we learned a lot. And you, I know, were turned around by what Joe Biden said in the town hall. It's strange because that's not the way... You were turned around by Joe Biden and his responses. Well, I I, I wouldn't exactly phrase it that way. Glenn Beck were convinced uh, that right. is what well I don't I don't how's your son Rafe how's he doing today why would you be, where is he today by why, the way oh I know where he is why would that I know ex- I know where why am I asking you when I know where your son is why would you say that you know where why would you even know where my son is why? I know where he is do you do you know where he is Glenn I thought it was a very interesting broadcast last night, and I was turned around. Good boy. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, golly. I mean, it's really that obvious, isn't it? I mean, it really is this obvious. Uh, so here's the deal. Unless you have some ability to constantly adapt to every new way cyber criminals are attempting to steal your identity, you need something that's going to protect your data. Here's the unfortunate unfortunate truth. Nobody can keep up with it uh, because uh, they're just individuals, lone wolves, you know. Um, strangely, all in the same building in China, but that's a different story. Um, you need somebody watching out because you can't watch everything. And if you're just monitoring your credit, uh, your credit cards, you're going to miss a lot of stuff. Um, Cybercrime and identity theft, it will affect your life. And we put our information at risk on the Internet all the time no one can prevent all of it but the best in the business is lifelock because not only will they alert you they will also help you clean it all up because uh, they have a restoration specialist with your name on it if you become a victim save up to 25 percent off your first year at lifelock.com with the promo code beck 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com promo code beck you will Subscribe to blazetv.com slash Glenn. You'll use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks. You will. There's some breaking news. Uh, there is some new video uh, replete, uh, um, released of a uh, police officer stopping some people during a traffic stop. Uh, it is very, very disturbing. Uh, but it's not the police officer who did wrong. Um, the dash cam captures the, uh, the scene where these suspects swarm, beat, and strangle the police officer. Uh, so uh, I guess justice is being served. Uh, we'll give you more details on that here in uh, just a minute. Also, uh, Rand Paul, who is... My hero uh, for coming up with Fauci and standing his ground with Fauci. He's coming up in just a few minutes. I can't wait to talk to him uh, because Fauci is clearly lying and all of the evidence proves it. And we'll talk about that evidence coming up in uh, in just a second. Uh, Eric Clapton is another one to put on the courage list. I think Eric Clapton is the only real Rock and roll spirit. He and Van Morrison are the only ones alive today that are still cut from rock and roll is a protest. Rock and roll is an outlier. It's, uh, 
you know, it's it's full of people who just say the things that need to be said. You know, artists, you know, those artists. We've been lectured by artists forever about how we're supposed to live, and they have always held them up. Now, Eric Clapton is known as one of the greatest guitar uh, legends of all time. Eric Clapton is a god in the music world. Not anymore. Boy, have they turned on him. Um, Boris Johnson, the prime minister of England, said anyone wanting to enter nightclubs or other crowded venues will have to show proof of a covid vaccination beginning in September. So you've got the vaccine passports now happening in England. Well, yesterday, Eric Clapton responded and he said, following the prime minister's announcement on Monday, 19th, July 2021, I feel honor bound to make the announcement of my own. I wish to say that I will not perform on any stage where there is a discriminated audience present unless there is a provision made for all people to attend. I reserve the right to cancel any of my shows. Uh, wow. Ted Cruz came out and said, artists should defend individual liberty. I very much support vaccines, but it should be your choice, not forced upon you. Um, Steve Dace on his show yesterday said, Eric Clapton is basically Patrick Henry now. (laughs) And they have completely turned on him. Author and Time Magazine columnist Ian Bremmer uh, said, wow, I love Clapton. Sorry to learn he's such an a-hole. Uh, Liz Buckley, a label manager for a record company, said, funnily enough, and I don't think funnily is a word. Funnily enough, I will not attend shows where Eric Clapton is required. Um, <laughs> so <the> stupid. <laughs> funnily, uh, by the way, is a word. Uh, is it really? It does seem funnily? to be a word, yeah. Uh, a well, strange or amusing way. Huh, funnily. Hmm. I like that word Uh, used to be you'd hope to get to see aging rock stars in concert before they died. These days, you hope to get to see them before they become Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton really seemed to be completely immune to any criticism ever. I mean, ever Clapton. He was untouchable. Yeah. And now now this disagreement. And he did this because he. um joined van morrison in a protest song that you're not hearing in fact could you look this up it's the single is called stand and deliver and it's van morrison and eric clapton can you look that up uh the lyrics are warning against giving government too much power uh here's some of the lyrics do you want to be a free man or do you want to be a slave do you want to wear these chains until you're lying in the grave Magna Carta, Bill of Rights, the Constitution, what it's worth, what's it worth? You know, they're going to grind us down until it really hurts. Is this a sovereign nation or just a police state? You better look out, people, before it's too late. That has made them enemy number one. Can we just play a little bit of I've never even heard it before? You would think back in the days, rock and roll used to be the messenger and the protest songs that's what all of the songs of the 60s are about protest songs now not seen the light of day you let them put the fear on you 
stand and deliver Another word you heard was true And if there's nothing you can say There may be nothing you can do Wow Do you want to be a free man? That is called Stand and Deliver by Van Morrison and Eric Clapton, who now are going to be canceled. Uh, And it'll be interesting to see who wins. I mean, we are we are at exactly the same place that so many so many countries as they are going towards a dictatorship. We're at that place. And it doesn't mean that it ends up the same way. It just means you better wake up and guard against it or it will go the same way. When the mobs can cancel you because you have a different opinion. You know, that um, uh, Greg Abbott said in Texas, we're not going back to the masks. The headlines today are this COVID thing. It's getting bad again. It's getting bad. And we have to have masks. In fact, the president said last night that children under 12 should all be wearing masks. I'm sorry. No, no. I've had enough of it. Those masks, these stupid masks make no difference. If you're wearing an N95 mask, maybe, maybe. But this is just, it is a... The lack of a mask is a gold star. That's all it is. It's a way to identify people who are with the government and who are not with the government. This is totally politicized now. Let me play Mika uh, Brzezinski. Uh, she's from uh, MSNBC. She does some show in the morning with uh, some guy that I, I don't know. I don't watch it. Uh, here she is. Here she is from the morning show, Morning Joe, on MSNBC. Listen to this. It is unchristlike to not protect your neighbor as well as yourself. She's preaching God Christ. tells us that our bodies are a temple to be protected. That does not mean that you are to protect that temple unless Facebook and talk radio freaks tell you otherwise. Stop. Mm. I, oh, I, want you to, I want you to mm. hear what she just said. That... You, God tells you, you have a responsibility and you're not being Christ-like if you're not wearing masks. And these talk radio freaks, you got to stop listening to those talk radio freaks that give you permission. Now listen. Community activist in Cape Cod, a Republican, is dead. And I really don't know how the blame for her death could fall on anyone other than those cult leaders listed above cult leaders the greatest tragedy is of course that this all could have been prevented with a five-minute vaccine but that fire hose of falsehoods has been spewing propaganda and lies for well over a year and it's time to turn that spigot off it's time to deprogram the cult leaders it's time we do whatever we can to save their lives. Hmm. So I would imagine in Mika's little head, um, I would be a cult leader. So now I'm not only being threatened. Her solution is not only 
threatening that we're going to stop these, quote, talk radio freaks. But I would not only just be blocked from being aired, I would have to go through some deprogramming or reprogramming, some education camp to where I would learn the truth. Uh, 1984 coming to mind to anyone? Of course, we should point out Mika is not one of those talk radio freaks, given that her show was canceled. Um, so she was yeah. no longer a talk radio freak, along with Joe, who are, I believe they're yeah. still trying yeah. to figure out how to add that extra hour to that show. Yeah, well, that's why they many left. Many years you know, ago. They, they, had to, they had to meet many, many times. They couldn't continue yeah. to do the show to add the extra they hour. They didn't say the show was right? canceled. They <laughs> said that <laughs> uh, we have, we've taken a hiatus yeah. to try to figure out how to add an extra hour <laughs> to the show. And that's, that's Stu I, and I, I've only been doing this for 45 years, and what do I know? Radio Hall of Fame. I know nothing. <laughs> right. My solution was, you just do an extra hour. Yeah. But they couldn't figure it out. That's one of my uh, favorite excuses for a failed show in history. Oh, yeah. They were on hiatus to figure out how to add an extra hour. <laughs> That's <laughs> the greatest excuse of all time. Uh, but, I mean, this is just incomprehensible. Of course, all these people she's seeing so somber about uh, uh, that, that that we're losing from across the uh, uh, Republican all activists these, because she cares so much about Republican activists. It mm-hmm. just hits her right in her soul, guys. Uh, she doesn't care at all about these people. She only sees this. If she cared, she would approach this completely differently. If she actually wanted people to get vaccinated, she would do this completely differently. She wouldn't try to insult and call people cult leaders. You don't go to a cult. That's not how you you, you break people from a cult. Ask anyone who's ever broken someone from a cult. You don't go in there and say, hey, idiots, you guys are morons. Screw you. You're killing people. That's not how they come around. You have to meet them where they are. There was a com- um, a uh uh, a column from uh, Michael Brennan Doherty from uh, National Review this week where he talked about this. You know, I, I talked to a lot of people. He's like, he, he got the vaccine. I talked to a lot of people who are hesitant and they're my friends and they're not idiots and they're not crazy and their concerns are not insane. I mean, yes, there's people out there who are worried about microchips, but that's not mm-hmm. the average person. The mm-hmm. average person is just looking at this and saying, well, wait a minute, I'm a little ahead. This did come around really pretty fast. It seems like it's being forced on me. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't like the way the government is going about this. Something feels off. And right. like that, those because are, it's never happened before. Yeah. Even though, even though um, uh, everything is is most likely fine with the vaccine, and mm-hmm. I'm only hesitating or couching that because I don't know what will happen in ten years from now. No we one have, does, right? Yeah, no one does. We we have they have a very very good belief, and, right? And they there's no reason to believe there's Correct. there's no but sign just, of long term. It could effects, change, but, you never but it's know. yeah, right. it's it's a low possibility, mm-hmm. but it could change. Mm-hmm. So nothing wrong with this it the problem is is the way everything is being approached it, the way they're approaching it makes people uneasy mm-hmm. what are they hiding why are they doing this why are they shutting down yeah everybody knows there's a problem when you're trying to have a a decent conversation with people the minute someone says this is over. Shut up. You can't even ask that question. Don't ask that question. I just, I think it's a reasonable question. I'd like to know the answer. You're part of a problem. What are you in a cult? You immediately back up and say, uh, there's something wrong. Even if there's not, 
It makes it feel like something is wrong. They know this. They absolutely know this. This is yet another way to silence the people who they want silence. They want to scare people. And I mean that about liberals, too. They are right now. They are scaring liberals. Look at what they're doing to Eric Clapton. You don't think that's going to play out in the world of music who for people who aren't Eric Clapton and people like Mika prioritize their ability to say mean things about Republicans over the lives she's supposedly crying about. She doesn't care about them at all. She's only using them to advance her politics. And that is considerably worse than anything Eric Clapton has ever said. All right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, Jackie lives in Montana. She wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. We ordered the sample bag of Rough Greens, and our little chihuahua absolutely loves it. She used to take forever eating her food, but now she gobbles it down and actually begs for it in advance every night. Uno's like that. Uno, I start walking to where his bowl is, and he starts wagging his tail and looking at me, and he's like, huh, right? Is it time to eat now? Time to eat now? He never did that. Um, Jackie uh, continues. She said she literally scratched on the cupboard until we feed her. Her energy is up. She comes up and down the stairs easier than she ever has. We call it her drugs because I think she's addicted to it. It's a wonderful product. Thank you. Jackie, thank you so much. It is basically dog crack. It, at least it is for Uno. But it, uh, unlike actual crack, it's good for them. It's not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on. And just like Jackie did, you don't know if your dog's going to like this or eat it. So they're offering a free bag, just a little trial bag. This trial bag probably is going to last Jackie with a little chihuahua for about six months it's a free bag of rough greens for your dog to try out you just pay for shipping go to rough greens r-u-f-f greens.com slash back that's rough greens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33 833-GLEN-33 do it now you are listening to the glenn back program i want you to know that uh rand paul is on with us next uh, Jake Tapper dismissed his claim about gain-of-function research. I mean, it's it's crazy what's going on. He's going to have all the answers for us coming up in uh, just a second. Also, can we just play a little bit of that video? Um, this is from Illinois. It was just released this morning. It is uh, somebody trying to uh, collapse the windpipe of, 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 of a police officer. He was involved in a traffic stop, and the... The mob gets out. There's about four of them, and they're girls. They're women, and they are pinning him to the ground. One of the females is sitting on the officer's head. The other is applying pressure directly to his windpipe, and he can't breathe. Uh, and finally, other cops are called, and they come in, and they pull them off. Uh, it is, I mean, how much more are cops going to take? Police officers. There are millions of us that stand with you and support you. Please, for our sakes, please don't leave. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, no one likes to think about household breakdowns. Um, we just we have been remodeling our house, and uh, our ice maker went out. Our refrigerator went out. Uh, then our water heater went out. And I'm like, I okay, I don't, how much money am I spending here? If I would have had American Home Shield, it would have made all the difference in the world because they take appliances like your refrigerator, the big ones, your hot water heater. And if it goes out, they buy a new one for you. 
It's insurance, and I would much rather be paying a few bucks uh, every month so when my air conditioning goes down and I need a new air conditioning unit, I'm not having to pay for it. It is really, really great. I want you to check this out. It's American Home Shield. American Home Shield celebrating 50 years, uh, celebrating peace of mind. They are most comprehensive plan ever. It's ahs.com slash back. Save 50 bucks right now. all the time if you could do one interview with somebody on earth who would it be this week rand paul out of everybody i could talk to this week rand paul is the guy i want to talk to i've got 15 minutes with him and we begin in 60 seconds the glenn beck program been talking to you a while now about Rectech, um, and as the summer is going through, Rectech is offering something that they've never done before, discounts. Um, and they're offering a new way to find out about it and get that discount. All you have to do is, from your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Rectech. Uh, you will get 10% off everything site-wide. It's pound 250, say Rectech. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Rectech. They're the best grills ever. They, they grill, they smoke, they bake. It is, it is the Rolls-Royce of, uh, of, um, of grills and smokers. It was developed by people who, go, you know, they travel around and they do those, you know, barbecue contests. They wanted something that would hold up, and boy, have they built it. When you compare it, A-B, to whatever people say is the best on the market, you will understand there is no comparison. Find out now more and save 10% from your cell phone. Just dial pound 250 and say Rectech. Pound 250, Rectech, and you'll save 10% now. Senator Rand Paul, um, I am thrilled to have you on today to talk about Fauci and his clear, blatant lies. Uh, we have done two specials on on Fauci and his lies in regards of gain of function research. How is he possibly claiming that this isn't gain of function research? You know, no one's forced him to explain himself. He just uh, hurls, you know, ad hominem insults, but he doesn't really explain. He says, oh, well, my assistants said it was gain-of-function research. But people need to realize that he's not a disinterested party. He has a conflict of interest. His interest is in not being associated with gain-of-function any longer, not being associated with the Wuhan lab. And most particularly, he doesn't want to attach to himself any responsibility for the pandemic. And he realizes that once it is well known that they were doing gain-of-function research, very dangerous research in Wuhan, and once it is realized by everybody that he was funding Wuhan, he, he is realizing that this is starting to stick and also stick to him personally. So, and so yes, he is worried about it, but, and, and, and I think it's going to get worse. How do you – I mean, I don't understand why he would lie about this because – 
he says you're claiming that he's responsible for everybody who has died. And I don't hear that from you. I hear you say that um, what they were doing in Wuhan uh, and came out about in 2016 with the approval and funding from Fauci uh, was gain of function research. So it gave them the ability. But you're not saying that even that that's the same virus uh, that that came out of possibly the lab in 2019. You're, are you saying that he is directly we're responsible? Saying one, we're saying one very simple, precise thing that the NIH, with Dr. Fauci's approval, funded the lab in Wuhan, and the lab was doing dangerous gain-of-function research where Correct. you take an animal virus or parts of an animal virus or its genes and you merge them with another virus. Initially, the animal virus doesn't infect a- humans, but then when you merge these two together, you create a novel virus that's not known in nature that infects humans. This is exactly what the NIH put out in their definition. I read the definition as the NIH re- read yes. it to him. He's like, no, no, that's not gain of function. But it really begs the question, then, what really is gain of function and why is this not? Well, we haven't gotten there because no one in the media that gets to interview him asked him any tough questions. He was on, like, with Gail King, and Gail King's like, oh, oh, oh what do you think of Rand Paul? And Rand Paul says this to you, and, and they just laugh, and they, uh, they yuck it up, but nobody asks him any tough questions. He's oh. never been asked, why is it not gain-of-function? What, what is it specifically that uh, causes this research not to be dangerous? Here is what Jake Tapper said yesterday. Quote, I want to start with another kind of misinformation. The constant MAGA media and Republican lawmaker attacks on health experts, especially Dr. Anthony Fauci. And I'm not even going to get into the details of what Senator Paul was attacking there and all of that. So he won't even address it at all. And see, the thing is, is four million people died. CNN's been, you know, trying to make money off of this pandemic for two years. And yet... They don't want to go to the heart of the matter. Did it start in a lab? And did it start from gain-of-function research? Is it dangerous research? Should we continue doing this research? We do it in North Carolina. We do it in Galveston. Is this the kind of research the taxpayers should fund? Is there a danger that we could have another outbreak of an even worse virus from a lab in our country? So these are real questions, and they really shouldn't have to be partisan, but they want none of it. They, You know, this is the problem with groupthink. We, we now live in a society of groupthink where the government funds all of the scientists, so they're definitely afraid of having their funding taken, but now the media is editing out. I mean, it's amazing what's going on in the media that when you read the AP story of this, you hear only one side. They have decided there's only one side yeah. that's fit print, and that's uh, Dr. Fauci's side, and none of our defense was printed at all by the Associated Press. And it is so clear. Rand, I mean, I, I commend you for being as clear-headed uh, and clear-eyed as you are on this, staying rational and reasonable. It is, it is so clear when you look at the documentation. and you, I mean, here's Peter Daszak, a guy who Fauci uh, funded, we don't have it, um, a guy who fund, was funded by the NIH and Dr. Fauci and given money for gain of research uh, or gain of function research at the Wuhan lab. And he is on video. We just don't happen to have it right now, but he's on videotape in 2016, explaining it, explaining what's going on and defining it as gain of uh, function research. How, how anyone can deny this is truly truly remarkable 
Well, it gets even worse. You know, we go back to Dr. Fauci in 2012 was asked, what about accidents? And he says, yes, it's possible that a researcher could get one of these viruses, take it out of the lab and cause a pandemic. He actually uses those words. But he says, you know, in that instance, the research would still be worthwhile, even if a pandemic occurred. So the question really ought to be for CNN and all these people who love this crisis ought to be, Dr. Fauci, is it worth the four million lives to have this scientific research? Because, see, that's a judgment call. He was also asking the Judiciary Committee about a month ago, do you still trust the Chinese scientists? And he said yes. So really, these are judgment calls that should preclude him from being in any position of judgment. You know, gain-of-function research is not worth four million lives. And actually, they're working with viruses that could cause 60 million lives. And yet he thinks it's still worthwhile. And I'd say, why don't we ask some of the families of people who died in the pandemic whether this research was worth it? I have to tell you, I, you know, uh, I I don't know where I stand on gain of function uh, research. I think that here in America, in a bio level lab uh, that's, you know, bio level four, possibly we can look into it. But we are dealing with extraordinarily dangerous things. And I certainly don't trust it to the Chinese. We we developed um, uh, humanizing uh, humanized lungs in mice. And exactly. We were we I believe we sent that technology over to Wuhan to the lab. And in the summer of 19, they were trying to infect those mice with coronavirus. Then two right. months later, you have three people going to the hospital with corona-like or uh, yeah, corona-like virus uh, symptoms, and nobody said anything. And that's two months before the pandemic starts. So, as far as gain-of-function research in our country, I think that we should have research into deadly pathogens that exist in nature. And we need this biosecurity level four labs to do it. So I'm not against researching deadly pathogens that exist in nature. I'm against creating new deadly pathogens that don't exist in nature in the lab, because I think that, that you can't have perfection as far as them not leaking from the lab. And they're, they're experimenting with the SARS virus, which had a say 15% mortality. And the good news about SARS back in 2004 was 15% mortality, but it wasn't very transmissible. But the, all the experiments are doing is taking the SARS virus, which isn't very transmissible, adding new S proteins from other coronaviruses, and then making it more transmissible. It's the definition of a really just a, a, a wrong-headed notion to, to create things that are more transmissible in nature. I think it's a big mistake. The, the House is um, they killed a bill yesterday that would have required the the White House to declassify intelligence related to the origins of COVID-19, the virus. Um, and they're now saying that we're, we're, we need to keep all of this stuff secret. Do, do, you, do you think you win this? And do we ever really know the truth? I think that it's amazing. And people would be aghast to know that Dr. Fauci has made secret even the committee. So the names of the people on the committee are secret, the people who approve this research. And then the other problem is, is sometimes they don't even put, like Dr. She's research never went before the committee. And I guarantee at some point there is some paperwork somewhere and they'll never reveal it 
where Dr. Fauci approves an exemption for Dr. Xi, where there's a discussion, is this gain of function and whether an exemption is given. I think they probably gave an exemption rather than say it wasn't gain of function when they did this back in 2017 because it wasn't as big a controversy. But to get to that information, you'd have to have a friendly administration. The only reason we found out about uh, General Flynn and all the unmasking was because Rick Grinnell declassified it. You're going to have to get somebody at a top level who would actually declassify this stuff. Um, Don't we we know that uh, they did... Uh, know that it was gain of function. I mean, in that in that first email, I'm looking for it here. But in that first email, where uh, you know Fauci is freaking out, in that report it says that this uh, happened before the ban was in place, and then it was approved, reviewed, and approved by NIH to continue to go on. Emails on January 31st, when Fauci first finds out about this, is your right alarm, urgency. He sends to his assistant, oh, my God, look at this paper. The paper he sends is a paper by Dr. Xi and Barrick, and it involves gain-of-function research. His people respond going, oh, my goodness, it's gain-of-function research. But then to the public, they say, nothing to see here. Before, it's fortunate that we know it had nothing to do with the lab, and you're a conspiracy theorist if you do. And then Facebook and everybody followed along. You talk about groupthink. It's not just government. It's their, their friends and social media then going along. And I, I, I find it the, uh, almost uh, humorous but really uh, sad that now Facebook has now decided that you can mention this. After nine months of them saying you right. couldn't because it was disinformation, now all of a sudden it's information again. Because Facebook says it can be information again. And it's, it's, it's a dangerous um, to quote you or now to uh, present the evidence that we're presenting that Fauci clearly, clearly knew. Um, Ren, you know, one of the things, I don't even know if you thought of this, but one of the things that shows me how afraid they are of this is they haven't brought Donald Trump into it. And, and here's why I say that. It was Barack Obama that banned this kind of research. Donald Trump opened it up again in, what, 2017 and said we can do the gain of function uh, research. Nobody is mentioned. I mean, if you if you really if you go by their playbook, Donald Trump is responsible for everything. And they don't even want to talk about this to the point to accuse him. It's complicated than that. I don't think Trump had any knowledge of this opening back up. It was Dr. Fauci in a minor memo at a minor meeting. Uh, They sort of did this without any fanfare. And I don't think it went above Dr. Fauci as far as approving of this. There's no presidential seal on opening up gain of function again. So but the, the thing is, is it really doesn't have to be partisan. My goal is to make sure it never happens again. But also the thing is, is we shouldn't have someone at the top of the food chain making these decisions who trust the si- trust the uh, Chinese completely, yeah. still trust them three weeks ago, and who believes that this research is worth the risk of a pandemic. And that's the real question. I can't believe that you know all his defenders, CNN, MSNBC, that statement is horrifying that he believes that even a pandemic is worth it for this research. Most other scientists disagree. And you ask, can we ever win? We're not going to get the information from government. But what I've been advocating is that we impanel a group of scientists and ask the question, was the 2017 research gain of function? That's a pretty precise question. But the thing is, is then we'll have a debate over, you know, whether he's telling the truth or not. 
It's hard to find the scientists, though, because they're all I on know. the payroll of the NIA. I, I, uh, I also um, wonder, uh, I've never seen anybody treat a senator, uh, I mean, except for like the McCarthy hearings. I've not seen somebody so arrogant, uh, knowing that you guys have the, the power to, you know, uh, send him to prison. Um, and he was very, very clear. He wasn't lying, et cetera, et cetera. He was hostile towards you. Um, you are now saying that you are going to drop papers to give to the Justice Department. Do you really think the Justice Department is going to do anything about it? We don't have a great deal of hope that they will. It's a Biden Justice Department, unlikely to. But the reason I, I did send the referral over yesterday with the allegations and with the facts of where he's not being honest, because the thing is, is we need to try to win this battle intellectually. We need to win the battle on yes. the facts. So it doesn't happen again. And also so he doesn't keep giving terrible advice to, you know, he was on TV saying that a mask was more important than a vaccine. You talk about disinformation. The masks don't work. Ninety percent of the masks don't work other than the N95. And the vaccine does work. I've never said the vaccine doesn't work. I would say you're an idiot if you say masks work better than a vaccine. And yet he and CNN were propagating that lie, which could cost lives. But also, you can cost lives. If you're an elderly person, you're taking care of your spouse, and you wear a cloth mask around them, and they have COVID, and you think, oh, Dr. Fauci told me I'll be safe, it's a lie. The cloth masks don't work at all. The N95 do, but he lied to you because he didn't want you to buy the N95 mask because he thought they'd sell out. Rand Paul, how can we help you? Well, get people out there, you know, people can go to randpaul.com because they're out after me. We've got uh, the woke generation coming out for me, so we have to be prepared. But if you will go to randpaul.com, we appreciate it. Thank you very much, Rand Paul. Appreciate it. <sighs> there are very few of them uh, left that, are, that have the balls. Uh, and the ones that are left are pretty fearless. But uh, I know because I talk to them often, they all feel very alone. So show your support on any of these guys who are actually standing up. All right. Our uh, sponsor this half hour is Patriot Mobile. You and I have a voice and it is time that we uh, allow big companies to hear our voice. Big Mobile needs to hear it for far too long. Mobile companies like Verizon have been taking the money that we give them and spending it on things like Planned Parenthood. Okay, well, that's their right. They are a private company. I guess they can do that with their money. But I don't want to help them fund that. This is why you need to switch to Patriot Mobile. Don't put up with things that you don't have to put up with. Right now, they have two great offers to choose from. You either get 50% off your first two months or $100 off any phone. Both offers come with premier activation. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck and get all of the details. You get the uh, the same coverage. In fact, they have more coverage than anybody else. Uh, you get the same great service and you get better customer service and you save money. What's stopping you from making this switch? Stick together and support companies that speak the truth and are fighting with us, not against us. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. You kind of gave me a funny look when uh, Rand was talking about masks, uh, but he said the same thing I said about masks, that 
They don't work. They're a joke. They don't work unless you're wearing an N95. And then that does work. No, it's interesting because so many people accuse, you know, anyone who says anything about Anthony Fauci of being anti-vaccine. And I was interested to see what Rand Paul would say about the vaccines, which he said they work. <laughs> that was that was his summary of the situation. They That's work. That's what it was. Okay. And that was what I was. I was interested to see what he would say there because a yeah. lot of people accuse him of things Being you know, that he doesn't believe. They 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 accuse anybody. No, yeah. it doesn't. The truth no longer matters. Uh, and, um, that's why we have to, that's why we have to be different. And I, I was, this is why I, I was so glad to see him fight, uh, Fauci on this. He is buttoned up with the facts. He knows what he's talking about and he's not getting angry or out of control. Fauci was. Yeah. And when somebody is screaming and going out of control, you get quieter. Just keep talking about the facts. They'll destroy themselves. And Fauci's defense uh, when he was, uh, you know, arguing with with Paul was simply just an appeal to authority. Yes. Right. You don't understand it. I understand it. You don't. Uh, I can't I, I guess I can't explain it to you peons because, I mean, look, the, you know, as Senator Paul mentioned, Fauci sent this paper. They were panicking about it. Mm-hmm. We need to talk today. Sent this paper, attached it to an email from Anthony Fauci. In the title of the paper, it is gain of function. Yeah. That's one of, it's like part of the title of the paper. And so you think that headline, <laughs> the headlines have to reflect what the paper actually says? Yeah. And Media's and, never done that. And, they don't do that anymore. And you mentioned CNN saying like, well, we're not going to look at it. I think it was Tapper saying we're not going to look yeah. into the details. And it's like, well, how about actually that detail? Like the detail that like this specific paper that Rand Paul was talking about over and over again calls the actions in that are being studied gain of function research and, and that's a pretty big one again I, I strangely i have to go back to eisenhower's farewell address when he was when he was leaving office he warned us about how science was going to be bought off by by big money in the government and you wouldn't be able to trust them anymore we had to be vigilant on that well that's exactly what's happening How can we trust the scientists to tell us the truth when all of their funding will be cut off if they do tell us the truth? This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm going to face it with you. Snacking is great, but the side effects kind of suck. I want to talk to you about a candy bar. Mm. And I think this is the way they need to start marketing these. It's a candy bar. It's healthy. It's a protein bar. It's got all the protein. It's got all the stuff that you need. It's low calorie. It's got four net carbs, you know, 120 calories, blah, 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 blah. This is a candy bar and it is a great candy bar. My favorite, uh, my favorite flavors are chocolate and mint. Uh, and they have the grasshopper cookie, which is so good. It's a, it's a candy bar. It's a candy bar. Uh, you will love them. Next week, I just tried it yesterday. Next week, they are releasing a new flavor. It's Rocky Road. And the snozberries takes like snozberries. <laughs> I mean, it is fantastic. It's like I, I said to them, can you put it in the freezer and will it stay soft like this? And they said, yeah, really pretty soft. It tastes like you're eating Rocky Road ice cream. I want you to go to built.com right now. Use the promo code BEC15 and save built.com. 
all the Fauci and Rand Paul disagreements, we went through it in detail on Stu Does America last night. You can see all the documents available at YouTube at youtube.com slash Stu Does America. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So one of the things that I have been warning about is you have to educate yourself on the Great Reset. That is something that is coming from the World Economic Forum. Whenever you hear Build Back Better, that's not a Biden campaign slogan. That was, I mean, that was used by Boris Johnson. It's being used in Japan, all over the world. You'll see these prime ministers and they're like, yeah, and that's why we say Build Back Better. And that's why it honestly sounds like it, you know, was was done by you know people that ride the short bus it's like build back better it doesn't it's horrible um because that's not its original language uh and it is uh it is part of the great reset and what they're counting on are these esg scores environment um uh social justice and governance and you are going to have an ej esg score you will have one it's going to be imposed on you. Every company will have one. And that's how the control is going to happen. And a lot of it is all based on the environment. Um, and if you're doing anything at all that they deem hurting the environment, you are in real trouble because we have the global warming that we have to panic about. I read a great article from uh, David Simon uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and he is a senior fellow on the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. I love that. He writes a lot on realclearmarkets.com, and his article was Six Facts the Left Doesn't Want You to Know About Global Warming. David si- uh, Simon is with us now. Hi, David. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Um, I, I, I wanted to start with this. Um, you've been talking about climate change alarmism for a, a very long time, and I... I love your angle because you're the only guy I think that has made this and doesn't sound crazy. Um, you say that global warming would actually be a good thing. Can you make that case? I can. Not only will it be a good thing, but it has been a good thing. Uh, if you look at the temperature, for example, of the globe over about the last 100 years, it's gone up about 1.3 degrees centigrade, which is about 2 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, during that time, um, deaths from natural disasters have gone down by over 80%, even though the world's population has quadrupled. So um, uh, fewer and fewer people in absolute numbers as well as in percentage are dying from storms, from tornadoes, hurricanes, things like that. Second, in 2015, Uh, The British Medical Journal, The Lancet, published the biggest study ever uh, about uh, the effect of temperature on whether people live or die. They looked at 74 million people, um, 74 million deaths from around the world, uh, from almost all the, from from most of the big countries in the world, China, the United States, Brazil, 22 scientists looked at it, and they found that 17 times as many people die from cold as from heat. In other words, as the, that tells us that as the temperature creeps up a little bit warmer, uh, fewer people will die. So if fewer people will die, more people being alive is a huge, huge indicator that warming is good for us. Um, uh, and the models that have been used 
to predict global warming in the future are also horribly unreliable. Stephen Coonan, um, who is uh, the chief, sci- the chief scientist for the Department of Energy under President Obama, has written a wonderful book called Unsettled. In that book, uh, he shows how incredibly uh, unreliable the models are, how incredibly difficult they are to construct. Um, if you, one of the things he shows is that if you apply those models, when they have applied those models to the last oh, hundred and so years from 160 years from 1860 to, to now, knowing, you know, they constructed those models, knowing what those temperatures have been, they can't reproduce those temperatures. It's crazy. They come, some come out high, some out low. When the temperatures went up, they went down and vice versa. It's like, it would be like saying we are going to um, uh, predict how many people are going to get sick from a particular disease by a certain test. But when we test a lot of those people who we know have those disease, the test comes back negative. And when we test a lot of those people who we know don't have the disease, it comes back positive. You'd say the test was totally unreliable. It's worthless. That's what those models are. We're talking to um, uh, David Simon. He is the author of Six Facts the Left Doesn't Want You to Know About Global Warming. It was at Real Clear uh, Markets, um, where a lot of these uh, facts are. Um, one of the things that you wrote uh, that I thought was um, amazing in the in Kunin's book, it documents the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Their own analysis indicates any negative economic impact that global warming eventually may have will be so modest that it warrants no action. I don't think I've ever heard I, that. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, there are a host of studies that come out. It's the UN study. Um, the National Bureau of Economic Research, which is the most respected um, uh, uh, research group of economists in the country, a couple of years ago had a similar study. They all say things like this, give or take a little bit. Um, by about 20, the year 2100, based on even horrible effects of climate change that they predict, which are unlikely, um, that, that uh, uh, gross domestic product, that the income per person, for example, will be about 3% lower than it would otherwise be. But that means that um, overall, we expect between now and 2100, for example, income per person in the United States to go about to go about 200%, 300%, in other words, to double or triple or quadruple. It'll then be 3% lower than that. So instead of being, let's say, 200% higher, it'll only be 197% higher. <laughs> Instead of 300% higher, it'll only be 297% higher. And, and, and for the world, uh, where the growth rate overall, where the growth rates are likely to be even higher, the difference, therefore, is even smaller. So I have, I, David, I have, I have said for a long time that, uh, you know, I believe in global warming. I can read the temperatures. Um, I just don't, I don't know about who's causing it, what's causing it. And I certainly disagree with the solution because I think the solution is nothing but theft. It is a global redistribution of wealth and power. It has nothing to do with uh, climate change. Um, and I, I don't know if you've been following the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, but ESGs and what uh, BlackRock is now doing with ESGs and how this thing is is going to be put through everything and everybody 
it's going to rule our lives shortly, will it not? ESG is is basically a scam. Um, Number one, uh, usually the ESG funds uh, that people invest in charge a lot more money than simple index funds. Number two, the ESG criteria, as many have pointed out, are completely subjective. For example, do you say that an electric car company uh, is is environmental? Gets it should get a, a good environmental grade. Well, um, their cars may not use any gasoline and may not emit anything, but the um, electricity cars does run on electricity, mm-hmm. which often is produced by coal. One of the dirtiest possible ways. Put aside even global warming, simply in terms of pollution, in terms of stuff that that causes lung cancer. Um, uh, cars in the utility industry, among among electricity lawyers, in fact, electric cars are known as coal-fired cars. Um, and then there's the, mm. the environmental damage caused by mining for the rare earth minerals you need to make the batteries. It's horrendous. And so many other reasons like that. So um, we are looking at, um, we're really looking at, uh, what do you call it, central planning. And it seems as seems as though everybody in the economic world is all for central planning. That has never worked. Never. Absolutely right. And I would say, just to be clear, mo- I, I think most um, uh, professional economists do not share this view. It is most governments that share this view. People in government like to expand their own power. They're often in government because they want to make decisions about how people live their lives and telling people that there is, as Joe Biden says, an existential crisis, crisis that will threaten our lives is is a is a good reason, they think, or a good way to convince people to let government tell them what to do. And uh, as you said, uh, or to put a finer point on what you said, uh, much of what they want to do will not only take away our freedom, but will destroy our prosperity. And perhaps most importantly, the poor people in this country, and more importantly, the ultra poor people in the, in the world, in the third world, will keep them poor and, and prevent them yes. from getting out of poverty. It is, um, it is a, a frightening thing. And David, I'm glad to hear you say that economists don't necessarily agree, but I don't hear, I don't hear very many people ringing the warning bell of any real stature um, against the Great Reset and uh, and this ESG nonsense, it it is it, it's it's dangerous all the way around, and it is as you said a giant scam. There are some brave souls out there, um, but not many. And those brave souls out there, like uh, Stephen Coonan, um, like. Um, uh, one of the great climatologists in the world, a, ma- uh, a professor uh, emeritus now at MIT named Richard Lindzen, um, and others, they're, they're out there, but they are drowned out yeah. by government and media that make every effort they can to suppress them. In fact, um, uh, I believe it's Facebook that has banned uh, much of the commentary about uh, Mr. Coonan's book. Jeez. It is, it's remarkable um and uh, i'm glad that i can still hear your voice and uh, others voices but 
Um, I, I commend you for having the balls to stand up and say what you believe is the truth. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, David. My, my pleasure. It, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because sometimes in the comments to, to my articles, I'll see people say something like, read this because we don't know much, how much longer it will be permitted. Yes. Well, and it's so I'm not, glad, I'm it's glad not hyperbole. Yeah, it's not hyperbole. I'm glad. I am very, very appreciative that you are shining a light on this point. Thank you. Appreciate it, David. David Simon, Senior Fellow, Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Um, I, I Please let that ruminate with you today, what he just said. Um, we don't know how much longer you're going to be able to have it. Uh, Mika was just on MSNBC yesterday, and we played the audio earlier. If you missed it, make sure you grab the podcast today. Um, but uh, it was it was quite remarkable. As she said, you know, these crazy talk radio people, they need to be stopped. The cult needs to be stopped. And these cult leaders, I think referencing people like me, uh, need to be reeducated. It is terrifying what is around the corner if we don't stick together. All right, Goldline. I know the president said last night uh, in some way using, I guess, Common Core math that he's going to print a lot of money. And it's going to make inflation go down. It's weird because all economic science shows that's the opposite of the truth. But we're in opposite world now. So may I recommend if you still are trying to hang on to something that is real, call Goldline right now. Goldline is currently offering a 6% bonus special on qualifying self-directed IRA transactions. So you get a 6% bonus. And they also have the uh, the gold legal tender bar cards. These are things that I asked them to uh, develop with me years and years ago. Um, they are something you can keep in your wallet. And it is, it's minted by the Canadian Mint. And it's legal currency. And you can trade it. And I only thought of it because... If I'm trapped someplace in another part of the world uh, or another part of the country and I need to get home and something has happened, I need something I have in my wallet. And quite honestly, going to a cash machine ain't going to do it. Goldline, they have those cards and you will be eligible for both IRA acquisitions and orders for direct delivery. Call Goldline today. Find out how to protect yourself with a proactive and judicious investment in precious metals. They're standing by to take your call right now. Call 866-GOLDLINE. That's 866-GOLDLINE. You can criticize Joe Biden all you want, but he really nailed this answer last night in the CNN town hall. That's underway, just like the other question is illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question mm-hmm. is whether or not mm-hmm. we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't right. the 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 mm. experts say we know that this virus is, in is fact, in uh, fact um, what uh, is, is, is. it's going to be mm. uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all <laughs> the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, oh. but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. I hope you caught all that because he was talking at such a high level. But just to give you, a, just to boil it down for you. First of all, of course, he, he comments on Don Lemon's uh, credibility, which is obviously very, very high. But he says the question is whether or not 
we should be in a position where you are. Why can't the experts say we know that this virus is in fact is going to be or excuse me. We know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved. And I think that point cuts to the core of this entire debate, this entire battle with this virus. <laughs> Glenn is now, by the way, encamped himself on the floor, uh, laying down with the back flat against the floor, having a bit of a back trouble day, uh, kind of like how Joe Biden has a speaking trouble day. Every day. Every single day. <laughs> Nothing but just competency uh, we're seeing at the highest levels of government. Hey, look, he's just the leader of the free world. What could possibly go wrong with this guy in charge? Play football.